Hello and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided for the last time this year. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and I'm here with National World TV critic Stephen Ross. Whilst we looked back last week, this week we're looking forward. Last week was a great episode, by the way. If you haven't watched it, everyone... You need to get back or listen to it. Check that out. So yeah, this week we are looking forward to what is going to be happening in 2024 in the world of TV and streaming. Remember, if you want to see our faces, you can head over to Free, Freeview Channel 276. You think I'd know this off by heart by now. Shots, which is brought to you by a network of journalists across the country who are transforming stories at the heart of your community into great TV. You'll find true crime stories, football news and analysis, plus the coverage of lifestyle TV, film and much more. So, last week was all the old stuff, old news. I mean, you can still watch most of that stuff, but we're talking about the new stuff this week. But we're going to follow a similar sort of format to last week and take a couple of these each to tell you about. So, Stephen, talk to us about what is up first on your list of things to... This isn't necessarily... Because we haven't seen these, we haven't seen previews of these, this isn't actually a recommendation. It's more like, oh, this should be interesting, or I'm quite looking forward to this because we've seen some of it before or whatever so yeah what's up first yeah well i'm going to kick off with masters of the air and i imagine it will be pretty good because it's uh, another companion series to band of brothers which is amazing widely recognized as, as one of the sort of best limited series absolutely made band of brothers followed the american troops advancing into germany towards the end of the second world war featured some very intense scenes the liberation of death camp among them and a lot of very brutal fighting great great series it was followed up a few years later with the pacific which followed the obviously the pacific theater of the war with conflict with japan etc and now we have masters of the air which follows the bombing campaigns of the Americans and their flank fortresses over Nazi Germany. So, is it the same producers, or who who's the same from it? So, the cast is obviously entirely different in terms of the creators. It's John Orloff, who was a writer on Band okay. of Brothers, is the creator of this show, um, along with John Shibben, who I don't think did work on the others. He worked, he's known for writing on The X Files, a little bit of Breaking Bad, and a little bit bit of Ozark. And it will be directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga, who you may not have heard of, but he directed No Time to Die oh. and the full True Detective series oh, as well, okay. one to three of that. So um, it's in pretty safe hands, I think. I mean, I loved No Time to Die. It was originally slipped to be on HBO, which is where the other, uh, the, the Pacific and Band of Brothers was originally released, but it will be on Apple TV instead, oh. coming on the 26th of January with two episodes. That's quite soon. It is. And then it'll be airing weekly, so it'll sort of end in March. It's got a fantastic-looking cast so far, Barry Kern and Austin Butler among it. Oh, wow. Callum Turner, many others. But, yeah, essentially it's uh, following the fighter pilots five miles above the ground as they go behind enemy lines Mm -hmm. and... The 11 men inside one of the bombers, which was known as a flying fortress, mm. as they battle the the German fighters. It, it was filmed pretty much entirely in southern England as well. So Dalton Barracks, Didcot Railway Centre and the studios at Bovingdon Airfield all make an appearance. It's going to be a big budget 
very visual, very exciting, dramatic affair. Um, and I'm very much uh, excited for this one. I, I love Band of Brothers. Mm. I've not actually seen The Pacific as yet, but I'm planning to try and get through that before yeah. this comes out. Yeah, but like not wholly necessary again because they're different Oh yeah, it's a totally stories. standalone thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know. So that's Masters of Air and it's going to be out on 26th of January on Disney. Apple TV. Why do I always do that? I always, I always nearly get it, but not quite. Okay, excellent. My first suggestion as well for something to watch out for is also out in January. So we're starting well with the stuff that's coming around the corner. So it's Trigger Point Series 2. Do you recall Trigger Point from earlier this year? Yeah, I didn't watch it, mm. but yes. So yes, this... It was pretty good. Yeah, it was. ITV drama starring Vicky McClure, who is usually pretty mm. good in most things. She is a bomb disposal expert and it's I suppose it's novel in the sense that we don't always see female bomb disposal experts and that itself is probably what drew me to it in the first place but there was it was quite good in terms of like you know it can be kind of hard to pull off sort of big action dramas on a UK budget sometimes but they did it and they did it quite well so there's a kind of a story running through the whole thing um, rather than just sort of like she's not like solving a different case every week or whatever um, and yeah the first series uh, it was a six part series and it was actually finished oh my god it was last year it wasn't this year it was 2022 February 2022 but anyway she at the end of that we okay well I don't think I'm giving anything to say she survived despite there was some serious <laughs> bombings going on etc but um, ITV have put out a press release about what is coming up in this next series and they've said in episode one of the second season Lana is just back from secondment training Ukrainian bomb disposal teams very timely mm-hmm. uh, but has not returned to active duty she's giving a routine talk to security officers from major financial institutions about the issues surrounding bomb centre terrorism when there is a bomb attack in the heart of the city Lana is closest to the incident but is she ready to take it on? I'm guessing she will be. Uh, series two could also delve further into Vicky's personal life, although whether she'll be still be with D.I. Tom Youngblood is another matter. They were kind of funny. Their relationship was a bit weird in the first one, so I have a feeling that's going to go south. And she had a fling as well. So that's coming in January. I think it's the 24th of January to ITV, but we'll confirm that in What to Watch in the new year as well. Okay, back to you. It sounds uh, sounds similar to sort of Vigil and the the sort of semi procedural, but mostly sort of action dramas. Yeah, like that, like the, the Bodyguard Vigil, yeah, etc. Maybe a little bit more expensive than Vigil, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, exactly, and carried by probably a very strong female lead, obviously as well. So yeah, but yeah, it'll be worth watching I think so yeah there you go right what is your next recommendation for it is The Boys season 4 which is the fourth season of The Boys not including Gen V which was the spin-off that came out this year Mm. it takes place after the spin-off but it's basically a direct sequel to season 3 if you don't like The Boys I can't imagine you're going to enjoy picking it up from season four because it's just going to be more of everything that makes the voice which is what it is which is sort of gratuitous violence mm. essentially that's sort of the the raison d'etre of the series based on the sort of like shock comics of the same name in the new season victoria newman sort of the the big bad from the 
earliest seasons, all we come to learn a bit bad anywhere aside from Homelander, is becoming increasingly closer to the Oval Office, um, but is under the tight control of Homelander, mm. played by Anthony Starr, fantastically played by Anthony Starr. It's his greatest role to date, I think, oh. um, as Homelander continues to consolidate his power. But uh, with more at stake than, than ever before, uh, the boys and Butcher need to reunite and find a way to collaborate again to save the world before Homelander basically takes it beyond rescuing. We've seen the last season that Homelander's managed to get away with some progressively nastier and nastier stuff. Mm. It, it becomes pretty apparent that he's been pretty horrible towards the rest of the, the seven, the other superheroes in the team. And we see him in the either the finale or the penultimate episode, I can't remember, which he executes a man, just lazes his head off for, I think, throwing a can at his son. Oh, God. Uh, and it's sort of like a, a lefty liberal that, that has done it. And he executes him. There's a moment of silence while Homelander's basically weighing up whether he's just sort of ruined himself. And then the crowd starts sort of cheering. Um, and it becomes very apparent that it's a, basically a pastiche on the MAGA rights in the US mm-hmm. and how no matter how destructive the politicians and public figures are, if they're, you know, populist enough, they'll they'll attract a, a cult following or maybe not even a cult following anymore, maybe just a right of centre following. So there's no release date yet confirmed, but it'll be on Amazon Prime along with the first three seasons and, and Gen V. The main cast are going to return. So Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, Jack Quaid as Huey, who I, I think is fantastic as well as the awkward newcomer to the world of superheroes. Anthony Starr, of course, is back as Homelander. Harry Moriarty is Starlight. And Black Noir, the sort of mysterious superhero who is killed off in season three, played by Nathan Mitchell. Mitchell will return as Black Noir 2, who is a replacement for the superhero. How convenient. Yeah, apparently has a very different personality. Uh, Black Noir is very important in the comics, but it doesn't look like they're following the same narrative in the series, though they oh, may have okay. just adapted it slightly. I won't spoil it, but there's sort of a, in the comics, a big reveal with Black Noir, and it, it doesn't look like they're doing that now, oh. but we'll see. And Val- Valerie Curry and Susan Haywood, um, a new series regulars, they'll be playing characters called Firecracker and Sister Sage as well. Very good. Um, have you watched both the other series? Yeah. Yeah, I watched uh, the first three seasons. I watched Gen V. Gen V was was okay, but didn't really seem necessary. Not as, I'd rather just have season four of the boys earlier. Okay. I got a little bit tired with season three towards the end, just because this it, it just didn't seem to progress much further and the finale seems to not really resolve anything but I'm hoping that season four will pick it up and it's still hugely popular so I imagine okay. I imagine it will go down pretty well with its fan base. So three series are available now and the fourth will be out TBC. Yep TBC. Okay cool next up on my list is something completely different because I feel like everything we've mentioned so far has an element of violence to it, <laughs> destruction, etc. So what I'm going to talk about is, and this is the one you've been waiting for, Stephen, I can tell, Bridgerton 
season three. Oh, right. Okay. I thought it was yeah. <laughs> shock. What did you think it was? House of the Dragon. Well, I won't spoil it, but yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm afraid it's Bridgerton I'm going to talk about, which I have to admit, I have really enjoyed. I think I enjoyed the first series the most, but I enjoyed the second series. And I enjoyed the spin-off Queen Charlotte as well this year. There's just something about a bit of a period drama that, you know, I just can't resist. So this is the third series. And this one is going to focus on a great character played by Nicola Coughlin, a fine Irish actress you probably know from Derry Girls. And it's her character, Penelope Featherington, uh, who is... You know, there's it's her story, essentially, they're following in this series and her crush with uh, and Colin Bridgerton, played by Luke Newton. Penelope has been away, as has Colin. They're both back and Penelope is heartbroken after the series finale of season two because she overhears Colin saying to a group of bachelors that he would never court her and uh, she falls out with her best friend Eloise as well which isn't good either so she's kind of sad and all that Nicola Coughlin was talking about it earlier in the year and she was saying that this season Penelope returns to London determined to become a new woman with a new independence apparently in this series she's kind of finally ready to give up on her crush on Colin however that doesn't mean she's done with love and instead she decides it's time to take a husband and preferably one that who will give her the freedom to continue her double life as Lady Whistledown far from the prying eyes of her mother's and sister's so next thing Colin arrives back and then rather than sort of look away he's sort of disheartened to realise that Penelope the one person he's always appreciated is giving him this cold shoulder you know so then he decides what he's going to do is offer to help find her a husband so you can imagine what way this is going to go I'm here for it in every possible way so um, we've got some new actors characters coming in as well in this series Stay Close husband Daniel Francis will be will play Marcus Anderson a charismatic new entry to the town uh, James Foon has the role of Harry Dankworth who may lack wit but makes up for it with his dashing looks and the crown's Sam Phillips will also appear as Lord Debling so we love a bit of new blood and that's to come I've no idea when I would say Can't come soon enough though can it? Oh I do I do know I do know Can't come soon enough Stephen thank you for your enthusiasm there Part 1 will be premiering on the 16th of May and Part 2 will arrive in June and that's two batches of four episodes do you not think it's getting a bit above its station when it thinks it's worthy of a split season release? It it's, abs- not the it abs- it's not the Sopranos. It's not the Sopranos. Excuse mean- me? Excuse me? Baking powder? No. No. <laughs> this is Bridgerton. Of course you can have it yeah. in two batches. Oh my God. Okay. Teasing us and making us wait to see what happens. Ugh. Love it. Right. <laughs> back to you. What what fresh hell are you going to tell us about now, Stephen? <laughs> yeah, we're going back to the sort of gratuitous violence yep. with Do The it. Gentleman, a spin-off series of the guy Richie Bill of 2019, oh. which starred Matthew McConaughey as Michael Pearson. Oh. It was a spin-off, but without, as far as I can tell, any of the same characters. So was it? Was he a ma- he was kind of a mad boss, was he? Yeah, so yeah. he was a big gangster chappy who went on a bit of a vendetta against some some people that tried to double cross him. He was trying to expand his weed empire. Oh, yeah. And uh, came into conflict with a few people, including that guy from Succession, one of the brothers. Oh. Um, who plays Kendall? Oh, yes, because you don't know, do you? You don't know who's who. Yes, Jeremy Strong is uh, yeah. sort of the, the antagonist in, in the film, the series, totally different cast. You have Theo James as the lead 
actor Eddie Halstead. And the connection to the gentleman is that Eddie inherits a large estate from his father and is unaware that the estate is actually a front for Pearson's drug empire, Ooh. Pearson being Michael Pearson, as played by Matthew McConaughey in the movie. Mm. So with no experience in crime himself, Eddie sort of takes over the operation and is told if he fails, he will lose the estate to this very wealthy father, aristocratic father, is hoping to bequeath to him. So this will come on to Netflix and it'll be eight episodes mm. when it does. We don't have a release date, but it'll be sometime in 2024. Is Guy Ritchie involved in the production of this series? So Guy Ritchie wrote an episode, he directed two episodes. I assume he's sort of overseen it in some capacity. Yeah, being that it's spawned of his work, yeah. Yeah, and he's an exec producer as well. I mean, there's there's like four exec producers, but yeah, I assume he sort of has a hand on the tiller throughout. Um, But he's obviously mostly known for his... Lockstock and whatnot. Mm. uh, Lockstock, yeah, Snatch, which is, I mean, Amazing, and the Covenant, which came out this year, which I would rec- recommend if for those who haven't seen it. Do you know I'd forgotten uh, about so Snatch? I feel like I need to watch that again. That's hilarious. But it, interestingly, you speak about Guy Ritchie being involved in TV before he. There was a Snatch TV spin-off, wasn't there, with I think Rupert Grint uh, yeah. in 2017. Was there? Uh, that he was involved in to some extent, but yeah, he's mostly a. It's also a lock stock TV series, oh. but yeah, he's mostly known for his films. Okay, okay. Which are mostly pretty good. Yes, absolutely. And for being married to Madonna, remember, once upon a time. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. But yeah, The Gentleman coming sometime in 2024, also starring Kaya Scodelario, Daniel Ings, Jolie Richardson, Juan Carlo Esposito from Breaking Bad, mm. Peter Serafinowicz, and Vinnie Jones. Oh, time hilarious. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Favourite tough guy. Um, okay, mm. interesting. That is interesting. Might might be good, might be terrible, might be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I suspect it may be terrible. Yeah, it is one of those, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes those kind of bad guys, I don't know, it's just all been done to death, hasn't it? But... Um, Okay, we will give it a shot, though, of course. Okay, the final thing I am going to mention is House of the Dragon out in summer 2024. We do not have a date, but a trailer came out from it for it a couple of weeks ago um, and it revealed that there's no going back for Rhaenyra Targaryen, played by Emma Darcy, and Elysiant Hightower, played by Olivia Cook. Rhaenys, who's played by Eve Best, says in the trailer... There's no war more hateful to the gods than a war between kin and no war so bloody as a war between dragons. Wow. Heavy. What do you think of my performance there? Was that right? Yeah. That was great, yeah. The exact plot for House of the Dragon season two is under wraps, but the series showrunner Ryan Condal told The Hollywood Reporter that many new characters will appear. He said, we're thrilled to be shooting again with members of our original family, as well as new talents on both sides of the camera. All of your favourite characters will soon be conspiring at the council tables, marching with their armies and riding with their dragons into battle. We can't wait to share what we have in store. Season two will also reportedly introduce us to some new winged beasts there will be five new dragons isn't that I think that's probably the biggest bit of news we have this week yeah (laughs) the plot may be under wraps but I mean I I read the book between the two after the first series came out so it it basically without giving any spoilers there's going to be a lot of violence a lot of um, battling I mean that prophecy about battle between kin and 
bloody dragons and stuff. There'll be a lot of that, and they're basically going to fight on until the bitter end. A, it's not going to be a sort of yeah. peace agreement. Let's put it that way. I have way. a feeling, is it going to go down a similar route to like... Um, Game of Thrones? Yeah, as in the families and trying to see who, who pledges allegiance to which person and yes, the different yeah. kingdoms. Basically getting into a proper civil war. Yeah. It's based on, the book itself is based on the anarchy, a real English civil war in the, in the 1100s. But oh, the, the series will see um, a lot of, I think, deaths of major characters. Oh. I, I don't know how long the show's going on for, but a lot of the people in the first season are not there at the end of the book or at least the end of the book that deals with the, yeah. the Dance of Dragons. It's interesting because... I felt early in that first series that that was going to be the way in the first series. You know, you just kind of think maybe because they jump around and they jumped around in time mm. so much. I was like, they're not make they're not making us like get wedded to any of these characters. You know, we we should be able to be dispose of them fairly easily. You know, but um, okay, cool. Well, that's exciting and interesting. I can't remember exactly what we thought of that first series. I loved it. I loved it, but. The general consensus was Me. a little more mixed, I think. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do feel great. like I would definitely watch it, so that's probably quite positive. Okay, great. Is that everything? Have we any more to talk about? I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to the book as well. Um, Fire and Blood is definitely worth a read for those who yep. are interested. The Dragon Law of, of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think I'd like to do that sometime, but then I'm like, but I also want to watch the TV thing, and I don't know if I wouldn't get it read before the TV, and then I'd have anxiety about not reading it and not reading all the books well, and all of that stuff. <laughs> there's only about 50 pages in it that deal with the TV series, which surprised me. Oh. Um, the, the, the series is a chronicle of all of the Targaryen kings, oh. and within that is the Dance of Dragons. Oh, there you go. It's very good, very good. Excellent. Well, there's an idea for... Oh, wait, this is kind of after Christmas. Next Christmas present. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for joining us this week and throughout the last 12 months. We're not taking a break and we'll be back next week, probably talking about all the things we've watched over Christmas and the new year, as well as some new stuff. If you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives, drop us a line via our social media. You'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all of the platforms as National World. We'd love for you to rate, view and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible. We'll be back next week with more Screen Babble. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Bye.